So we come to the part of the Mass that follows the sign of peace that Deacon Tim walked us through last week. And I want to speak about several things so that when we come to this part of the Mass, certainly today, that we will be able to understand what is happening and be able to participate more deeply in this moment. So following the sign of peace, what happens? You will notice that the priest will take the large host and he will break it in two. This is called the fractioning rite, where the bread is broken. The expression breaking of the bread was used by the early church to refer to the celebration of the Eucharist because of what the Eucharist meant and the fruits of it within the community. This breaking of the bread is an age-old custom in Jewish households where the head of the house would take one single loaf of bread and he would break off parts from the one loaf and pass it to the rest of the family. So that as each partook of a piece from that one loaf, it was from the one single loaf that represented the unity of that family. In the early church, when the Mass was celebrated, this continued where there was one single loaf of bread that was consecrated. Can you imagine how big that loaf would have to be if we continue to do that? But it symbolized with the large host at every single Mass. And St. Paul brings out the same meaning for those early Christian communities. That even though we are all individual members of the body of Christ, because we all partake of the one loaf, we are all one body in Christ, united as a single family. Then you'll notice that the priest will break off a piece from one of the halves and he'll drop this particle of the body of Christ into the precious blood in the chalice. What does this mean? There are traditionally two meanings for this moment. First, in the early church, wherever the bishop would offer mass, let's say in the city of Rome, in the cathedral church, the loaf that was consecrated at the bishop's or the pope's mass, parts of that would be taken to other churches around the city. And those particles of the body of Christ from the pope's altar would be put in the chalices of the other masses held throughout that city to show that although they are celebrating in different areas, 
They are united as one single church under the visible head who represents Christ. That's one meaning. It has another meaning. When Jesus died on the cross for the salvation of the world, he poured out his blood shed for our sins. The blood was separated from the body. This is why the bread is consecrated separately from the wine. But when that particle of the body of Christ is broken and placed within the precious blood, like in the resurrection, the body and blood are united once again as the body of Christ is made whole in the resurrection. So that drop of the particle of the body of Christ into the precious blood symbolizes the resurrection. As this is happening, the congregation is singing Lamb of God. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Where does this come from? Again, we see that the prayers of the Mass have their source in Scripture and tradition. The first encounter between John the Baptist and Jesus took place through their mothers in the visitation. And scripture says that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, what happened? That the infant John leapt for joy in his mother's womb. The joy of John the Baptist is that he was created for a single purpose to announce and proclaim to all the world the coming of the Messiah, the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And when this moment dawned on the banks of the Jordan River and John sees Jesus on the other side, what does he say? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This expression has deep roots in salvation history. There are many connections, but I'm going to mention one. When God tested Abraham, he commanded him to go to Mount Moriah and to offer in sacrifice his only son. He did this to test him to see how far he would go in his faithful obedience to God. And so Abraham and his son are walking up the mountain. Isaac has the wood on his back, a foreshadowing of the cross of Jesus. And Abraham is carrying the flame. And his son turns to him and says, Father, here's the wood and there's the fire. 
But where is the lamb? And Abraham says, God will provide the lamb, my son. Where is the lamb? This word from Isaac expresses the deep groan over centuries of fallen humanity. Where is the true lamb whose sacrifice and blood will truly take away the sin of the world? Where is he? And so the moment arrives when John sees Jesus and what does he say? There is the lamb, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, the moment of greatest joy for John the Baptist. And what does the priest say when he genuflects and then holds up with the deacon the body and blood of Jesus? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is my greatest joy. Even if I bomb the homily, I get to hold up Jesus, and to say to all present, behold. It's the moment in the Mass where my heart is singing to God. And then the priest continues with what the angel announced in the book of Revelation. Blessed are those invited to the supper of the Lamb, Another translation, the wedding feast of the Lamb. When you and I come to Mass, we need to know this. We are responding to an invitation. To what? To a wedding banquet. This is where our participation in the Mass connects us to heaven where we anticipate and look forward to the wedding feast of the Lamb at the end of time. Because the sacrifice that this makes present, where Jesus is the new Paschal Lamb, as the Israelites were delivered from bondage in Egypt, from slavery to Pharaoh, the sacrifice of Jesus, the true lamb, accomplishes the true atonement, reconciling us to God and allows us to be in communion, in a holy communion with God that one day will be forever lasting and eternal. Our communion, when we come forward today, is a foretaste of that eternal communion and reveals how much we are loved by God, that God wants a relationship with us that is so personal, that is so intimate, that is like the intimacy between a bridegroom and a bride. 
between a husband and a wife. This is what we experience in every holy communion. This is why we cry out, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Continue to come to me, Jesus. Continue to save me, forgive my sins, and to realize the redemption that you came to bring. And as we do that today together in this Mass, May the fruits of this sacrifice, of this communion, realize a greater communion with God, a greater unity as a church, and a unity amongst ourselves as one single body of Christ. Amen.